Spending your life with the person you know better than anyone else in the world is one of the great comforts and benefits of being married. On today's case, Mr. Feltrop says he thought he knew his wife inside and out, but now doesn't recognize the woman he married seven years ago. He says his marriage has been filled with lies and countless affairs and now overcome by Mrs. Feltrop's substance abuse problem. Mr. Feltrop says he has finally hit his breaking point and doesn't want to spend another day married to this stranger living in his wife's body. He says nothing will revive this dying marriage. So the question is, will Mr. Feltrop listen to his wife's final plea to save their marriage? Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Feltrope versus Feltrope. Thank you very much, Mr. Feltrope, Mrs. Feltrope. Mr. Feltrope, you are here today with divorce papers in hand, I understand, because you say your wife is a liar, a manipulator, and worst of all, an absentee mother who has pushed you to the point of no return. Yes, Your Honor. Mrs. Feltrope, you are here today because you say you want to save your marriage. You admit you've made mistakes in the past and you want another chance to prove to your husband that you truly want to be a better wife and mother to your children. Yes, Your Honor. Mr. Feltrope, I hear in your voice that someone who has been married as long as you all have been, you still have reached your breaking point. Yes, Your Honor. How'd we get here today? Because, sir, as I look over this case file, you say suspicious activity started the whole situation. Yes, Your Honor. Uh, it all started with suspicious activity, and it's been 12 years of lying and cheating and drug abuse since then. Really? Since the beginning of the relationship, sir? There was uh, about a good year in there to start before any trouble started. So why don't you take me through what that suspicious behavior looks like, sir? So I call it hoe mode. Ho, as in ho? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, you call it as you see it, sir, I see. And that's... Well, what I'm referring to is the phone being on silent or on vibrate 24-7. Uh-oh. Yep. Like you're hiding something. Right. And uh, when I would question, you know, who's texting you, it would be the bank, even if it was 11 o'clock at night and she got a text message. I don't know about you, but I've never gotten a message from a bank at 11 o'clock at night. So, wait, you start off by saying the suspicious activity is what made you start to believe that something was up and homo made it worse is the best way to put it, Correct. Yeah. Mrs. Feltrop, what do you say? Uh, the first, what, five years of it were actually really, really good. Um, he had issues with internet ladies. Um, about five years in, I uh, ended up with a... I started with having a drug addiction, problem with drugs. Did you confess that to your husband? No. Mr. Feltrop, I understand that the drugs got so bad that there was even an overdose. Uh, there was. Um... It was after an ultimatum that I had given her. Explain so, to me what you mean. I told her she needed to cut out the home mode and the hostility, and she had two weeks to do so, or I would leave and go stay at a hotel that was nearby. So you give the ultimatum, and then what happened? Um, it continued, so I did go stay at the hotel. And while you were at the hotel, did something occur? So I tried to get her help, and I was told that if I continued to try to get her help, that they would consider it harassment. Meaning you did, as her husband, try to intervene? Not with the drugs. I didn't know about the drugs. Oh, okay. Yep. At that point, you didn't know about the drugs when right. you were at the hotel? Right. 
But the fact is, you knew something was going on. Right. And you were trying to do an intervention. Right. So while at the hotel, I go to, with a lady friend to a salon, and I'm informed by her that Beth is in a medicated coma in the hospital and had been there for three days. You hadn't spoken to your wife for three days? Nope. No, he literally let... He gave me an ultimatum. He left, and I was prescribed Xanax from my doctor for my anxiety because it is so bad. It was getting to the point I couldn't get... I couldn't get up to go to work. I couldn't go out of the house. It... I couldn't handle it anymore. You overdosed? Yes, ma'am. So if you're in a medically induced coma, that tells me that you were on death's door. I almost died three times. The suspicious activity, I understand, actually led to you finding out that she did, in fact, have a drug problem. But you found out in a really scary way. Uh, yeah, so one night I woke up about 11 o'clock at night and I see her sitting on the other side of the room texting on a tablet. So I go over there to see what's going on and the first thing I see is a picture of a, another male. So that was inappropriate? Yes, ma'am. Whoa. Ms. Felsrope, what happened? <laughs> it was... It was the start of my drug use. That's how I was receiving the drugs, and I would get text messages and pictures. So, in other words, you were using your body um, mm -hmm. to supply your drug use? Yeah. So, whole mode was correct. So, tell me why you didn't share what was going on with your husband. Because, to me, he is perfect. And for me to be something as a drug addict is not perfect. It would have been a whole heck of a lot easier for him to handle my wife has an addiction, which is an illness, than my wife is trading sexual favors for drugs. I myself hadn't come to the terms fully that I needed more help. So you really were in the throes of an illness. So... Have you ever done rehab? No, I did it on my own. No, that, that's never going to be acceptable. I've been... And I do therapy, like I'm supposed to. Mr. Feltro, I have to imagine that rehab was one of the conditions of the ultimatum, correct? Rehab, counseling. Um, you say that the suspicious activity, then the ultimatum, then the overdose, all led to you finding out that not only are these part of her behavior, but then the cheating started. Uh, I had had a buddy, his girlfriend texted me a picture of my, my friend that I grew up with laying on her bare butt. This level of junkie shenanigans, affairs, that's not something that you're going to clear up on your own. No, it even has my father telling me that I should probably get a divorce. I don't think Beth is the right fit for my son. She's done nothing but lie and manipulate him. How'd you find out that she was cheating? So, the first time I found out that she was cheating... You start with the first time? There's been more than one time? Yes, ma'am. Start with the first time, sir. So, the first time, um, she had been hanging out with a friend, a male friend, and, uh, later on, she, about six months after the fact, she admitted to me that she had slept with him more than once. So, that was some junky shenanigans just started, right? Right. Okay. And then there was more? The second time... I don't know exactly what happened. Uh, I had had a buddy who was in prison. 
He wanted a home plan. The only place that he had to go still had active drug addiction. So I allowed him to come to my house. You actually have to sleep with the person for it to be considered... I just said I didn't know if it was an affair. I just knew stuff happened. I did not text this person. I did not text this person inappropriately. I did not have sexual relationships with this person. What I do know is that I ended up kicking him out because he did continue to bring drugs into my house. He brought in methamphetamines. So I kicked him out. And then about a month later, his girlfriend texted me a picture of my my friend that I grew up with laying on her bare butt. Mm -hmm. While she's twirling her hair looking back at the camera. What was that about, Ms. Feltrope? I was high. Okay, so, Ms. Feltrope, you put yourself in a position to be naked with a man other than your husband in your house, and he could take pictures. I just want to be very clear on the facts. My door was closed and was locked. There was no reason he should have been able to come into my room. How did he get in? Uh, because he's a drug addict. He can pretty much, I mean... So, are you, are you suggesting that you were sexually assaulted? Oh, you just don't know because you were in a drug-induced state and you can't tell for certain what occurred. Yes, ma'am. You actually found her in bed with somebody, I understand. It actually happened twice. So I've known this guy my whole life. So I sat down with him and we had a discussion. I wanted to know, you know, did he know the truth? Did he know that we were trying to work on things? Was she lying to him and me? You know, what was the deal? So we came to a common understanding. The next time, I was working night shift. I got home at 7 a.m. She knew I was coming over this time because we were in the middle of recon- recon- reconciling after the first time. We walk, I walk in with two of my children after she knows I'm coming over this morning. And there's her and the, and the same guy in, in bed still. Okay, so it's very clear that there's been a total lack of respect in right. this relationship. Very yes. clear. Yep. Um, Mrs. Feltrope, it may be because of the drugs, and I'd venture to guess. Yes, because it the last is. year and a half, I have been completely sober. I am a whole different person. Mr. Feltrope, do you believe that? To an extent, but I mean, it was only last year when I found out about the last affair. So it happened in the last year. No. Another one. Ms. Feltrope, your husband says that in the last year, there's been another affair. Is that true or false? I mean, I guess if you talk to someone on the phone, yes. This marriage is not going to work because you said that your wife is a drug addict, a liar, a cheater, and at this point, you were ready for a divorce. I have papers for divorce right here. We're going to get a resolution one way or another. If this man decides to walk away from you, he has every right to. Yes. Do you want these back or do you want them served on your wife? Mr. Feltrop, this is your decision. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Mrs. Feltrope, do you realize what you're doing to your children? Yes, ma'am. I know what I've done. I look back and I see the things that my mother has done to me. I'm not talking about what your mother's done to you. I have repeated the same behaviors. My children do hold things against me. They do not talk to me as much as they should. Granted, we are going through the steps to get that changed. How are you going to those steps? Um, I have so far one out of the three for therapy, but therapy right now is very booked. Uh, um, I since. COVID, um, we were told that... She's going to therapy for a whole other reason. Okay, Ms. Feltrop, I can be very honest with you. 
If you want to get clean and you want your family to be in family therapy, there are lots of resources out there. That's not something that you even came to this court and asked for. You didn't ask for that kind of help. You've been saying... Because I asked you when we first started out, is have you done rehab? And you said, no, I've done it on my own. Mrs. Feltro, this level of drug addiction, junkie shenanigans, affairs, uh, trading sexual favors, that's not something that you're going to clear up on your own. No, it even has my closest family members, like my father, telling me that... Who loves her, telling me that I should probably get a divorce. I know you actually brought a piece of evidence. If your father couldn't be here as a live witness, but he did want to yeah, we did submit bring, a statement a to the yet. court. I'd like to hear that right now, please. This marriage has been nothing but problems for my son, Jeremy. I don't think Beth is the right fit for my son. She's done nothing but lie and manipulate him. He deserves better. Not to mention the issue she's been having with drugs. I want my son to be happy and in a healthy environment. Beth needs to find somebody else. From everything it's, that it's I've heard... It's weird to hear him say that because they have been close in the past and... Well, I mean, he's the grandfather right. to your children. It's not like um, Mrs. Feltrop has not been a part of his life for a very long time. You've he, been together 12 he's years. He's my dad. But it's still not enough to make you go into rehabilitation. But I am sober, so why do I need to go to rehab? Why can't I do therapy? Okay, Which here's is... my question. What the amount going... of stuff that has occurred in your past, do you think that it just goes away, ma'am? No. No, it doesn't. So where does it go? And how does your family recover from it? You talk through it. Well, we're here because that hasn't worked. Because it seems to me that every single instance of inappropriate behavior, you've taken accountability. I've seen that. I admire that. But that's not enough. And I think that if you were really sincere about 18 months of sobriety, you'd be spending the next 18 months, if not more, working on you, working on Beth, so that you can then prove to your family that you can be a whole human being. Because right now, you're not. You're a very damaged person. And I believe that hurt people hurt people, but you've hurt this man so much. You've hurt this man so much, he has no trust left in you. No, I'm scared to look at her phone. I don't... Because you don't know what you're going to find. Nope. Mr. Feltrip, you came here to court today because you said that your wife is a drug addict, a liar, a cheater, and at this point, you were ready for a divorce. I have papers for divorce right here. We're going to get a res resolution one way or another. Mrs. Feltrip, your husband came in here with divorce papers. Robert, let me see those papers, please. All of the information is indeed filled out. And it's signed. Mrs. Feltrip, your husband is 100% serious about this. Mm -hmm. Mr. Feltrip, I have these papers in my hand. Legally, I can serve her with them if you ask me to. That's your call. Because you said that you were done when you walked into this courtroom. Yep. You said after the constant arguments and deception, you find it difficult to even see the good in the person yep. that well, you she, married. Well, Somebody that would do this level of, of damage. Some I, of the affairs. You know, it was blamed on me working overnights. It was blamed on uh, her not thinking that I was serious with her, which uh, 
I actually we ended up getting married after one of those because I wanted to show her that, no, I am fully in this. Mr. Feltrip, you don't have to on. prove anything to me. You don't. I'm not sure what um, started all of this, Mrs. Feltrop, but I do know that you're never going to be the whole person you are until you get yourself together, notwithstanding what he has done, didn't do, won't do, can't do. It's on you. This is on you. And to be honest with you, I think under previous circumstances, he probably would have been there to support you, but you've burned those bridges. No, actually, it seems like any time that I've needed help, he very much disappears. I don't disappear. You push me away. You tell me to get the heck out. You call the cops on me. We might argue and stuff right now, but it's part of a working process. I'm not hiding anything. He has the password but to my phone. But you've said that three times before, and every time you have another affair. He can anything he wants at any point in time on my phone. But, Mrs. Felcher, he... how... Tell me why he should trust you. He should already trust me. Why? What have you done in your entire marriage to build trust for him? I mean, seriously, what well, have like you... like I said, in the very beginning, we were, we were very good. He I'm could... talking about these last few years. Right now. What have you done to make this man trust you? I take care of the children. So you think that your sobriety for the last 18 months erases everything no, that has happened? If this man decides to walk away from you, he has every right to. Yes. So that's my question. I got the papers. You want them? This is the, the last stand here. This is on you. Now, mind you, I've asked that question three times now. And I'm never going to tell anybody to divorce their spouse. I'm just going to listen to what you all have said. If your wife does not go into rehab and help herself and thus help your family, this marriage is not going to work. That is just the basic fact. I deal in facts, okay? Yes, Your Honor. Again... Do you want these back, or do you want them served on your wife? Mr. Feltrop, this is your decision. Server. You've been served. You know, that marriage is done. I don't care what anybody says. There was a whole lot of wrong happening there. I mean, did she admit to prostituting herself for drugs? Yeah. And she thinks because for the last 18 months she's been, quote, sober and taking care of the kids, it erases all of that bad behavior? It's not going to erase any of that. Those kids, that whole family needs help. It's going to need help. She resisted the whole concept of rehab and long-term family therapy. There's a reason. Because I don't believe that she's been sober for 18 months. No, I mean, self-help that she wants to do, it's not going to work. I've never met an addict that can do it on their own. Sad. The whole thing is sad.